Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGC Missouri. Today's guest is Robert Wake Sr. Robert is the CEO of the Wake Foundation for Wounded Veterans, and this is the first time I have met Robert, so I'm going to learn a lot just as much as you are. So Robert, thanks for being here. I'm glad to be here. Well, tell me first about what the Wake Foundation for Wounded Veterans is. It has a pretty uh, long history. I was a combat veteran wounded in combat in 2004. Which uh, theater? I was in Iraq. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I was in the hospital for 13 months after I was wounded through 05. And uh, I've done quite a bit of traveling under the umbrella of the governor at that time for wounded veterans mm-hmm. and also governor of the state of missouri yes uh-huh, okay matt blunt mm-hmm. and then uh under the umbrella of peter kinder mm-hmm. and we've done a lot of things as far as going and uh i've spoken colleges i've spoke all over uh, the state of missouri on behalf of veterans and what to expect out of veterans when they get out of uh, from being wounded in combat mm-hmm. and how that we could help them a lot of these people that we were speaking to were doctors and nurses and lawyers and people like that to try to give them a better understanding because we were offering a $2,500 grant to these veterans that were coming home in financial a uh, bad financial situation now and was that a state Funded grant or it was it was and we had I've probably been in almost every school in in Missouri Uh, a lot of our schools did a program and and uh, donated money and I went and uh, greeted them and received the money and so it was very successful at the time and it served its purpose but after doing all the traveling I seen so many needs of our veteran community that was not being met. I formed the Wake Foundation in 2010, and one of the things that I realized was that a lot of our veterans were going to different events that was uh, injured and wounded, and the only way they could go to these events was if they had a sponsor, and if their air flights were paid, if their hotels were paid, and Mm -hmm. such as that, and so that was the level that I started at, and so I had such a strong desire to make an impact on our veteran community in a lot of ways. And one of the biggest reasons was we have dealt with suicide in our veteran community pretty severe. Very serious And, and uh, there's so many of them that even that I know that are committing suicide and such as that. And one of the biggest reasons is because they're locked up in their homes and they're not – they don't realize there's life after injury or there's life after service. And you don't have to be physically wounded to be injured. Feel trapped. Especially if you uh, have been in combat. And uh, I went through nine ambushes when I was in Iraq and then was wounded on top of an Iraqi police station. And, uh, And so I know firsthand the experience of this. 
anyway, we have just slowly begun to work. We started out at like $25,000 a year of helping these veterans. And so the foundation just began to bloom and begin to explode. And we begin to be creative with more and more ways of how we could help them. We do everything from uh, taking a lot of amputees and uh, we've kayaked the Grand Canyon 226 wow. miles. We train them at the St. Louis Jefferson Barracks Olympic Swimming Pool mm-hmm. and teach them, you know, how to uh, kayak and things like that. And we also do, uh, I mean, we do so many different, we do homeless stand downs and things like that for our veterans and bring in all kinds of people from the community to help them to try to find a direction for them to barbers and eye doctors and you name it we bring in like 60 and it has been very successful the last one that i done we had like 370 of these veterans and low income people that come in that we mm-hmm. made a difference so as i began to take a look at all of this one of the things that has become important to me is I know that not only if we can get them on the out of their homes and and get them to see that they can still have life. We do a an event in Aspen, Colorado every year for a week and we bring in 500 disabled veterans, teach them to ski down Aspen Mountain. Oh, a lot wonderful. of these guys don't have legs, a lot of them don't have arms, a lot of them paralyzed half of their body and so it's inc- it was incredible to watch as we done this and we do the same thing in San Diego for the summer sports clinic and we teach them to surf and sailboat and things like that one of our pr people at the surfing is bo derrick which i'm sure you remember her. i, I seem to recall a movie <laughs> she was in yeah <laughs> and so uh it was pretty funny because a lot of the people said you know what mr wake it was awfully strange that in all of her pictures you were beside her on every one of them <laughs> so uh it was kind of funny but she's a tremendous lady and such a wow. big asset And so the very next thing that I began to focus on was that getting these veterans back to work, which is a huge key issue. And we've heard from member of our industry after member of our industry about the need for workforce. Right. The need for construction workers, the need to reach out and get folks into the industry where they're turning down work Mm -hmm. because they can't find people. And here you have an opportunity for these folks well we were very fortunate we did a um, we decided to file for a grant through the state of missouri and in this grant what it consisted of it consisted of taking veterans of the state of missouri and giving them the opportunity to work and we would pay for their training we would even pay for if they needed tools or what they needed to get started and then also we would pay the first like three to six months it depended on whether they went full-time or they went part-time of their paycheck so that the companies would not have to unless those companies wanted to match what they were getting paid Mm -hmm. and so the bigger thing about it is we have regulations we had to meet the budget for this and so we have regulations that we have to go by and we and it's our intent to bring as many of these veterans in and a lot of these veterans want jobs and want to go to work and so if we can help pay for them to be trained trained 
uh, people, you know, and construction companies and different things like that, you also help deal with suicide and you deal with the issues and you move them forward with their lives so they're back to being very productive citizens in, in America. Well, you can build that bridge between mm-hmm. the folks who sort of feel trapped. I would guess a lot of these folks, when they are disabled or wounded, whether it's PTSD or some sort of a outwardly physical thing, they do feel challenged and don't know where to go and having a place to go there they're not going to show up at a construction company and apply for a job and if Mm -hmm. you can build that bridge that can solve a workforce problem and help help an individual what we do is we oversee everything that is going on with them and do everything we can to make this successful so you do counseling you we do, do outreach to we, them we bring we bring in counselors and we bring in people that's going to help to get them and so most of the time it's like a three to six month process i was sitting in a meeting and uh, one of the things that we are going to be doing is we're going to be they have the wall here right and uh, we're going to be busing in uh, P, uh, veterans and their spouses from everywhere and give them a wonderful experience here and in the process of that i heard overheard the conversation about needing people on the job force and i'm sitting there thinking well that's just right where we're at you know it is our hope to be able to bring in as many veterans as possible And when I say as many as possible, you know, we would love to be able to see, and this may sound like a small number, but we would like to be able to see anywhere from 50 to 100 veterans trained and go to work a year and hopefully increase it every year for five years. You know, we give them what they need. Like, for instance, if a company offers training, or if there is a school that we can send them to, we pay for that. An apprenticeship or yes. something like that. And, right. and and there's an accountability there that they have to give an account to. When they go to work for uh, when they go to work for a company on the trial basis, then that company is accountable for their hours and and their time and then they report back to us Mm -hmm. and then there's finally a point where that company hires them and that is the goal that is to get them from point a all the way to the last point and you are a private foundation you're not a government entity you're not a government mm -hmm. agency you're working with people connecting people yes yes this and this is the very first time that we ever received the opportunity for a grant because we've always been privately funded mm-hmm. and i'm not much on government funding <laughs> you a know? lot of strings and we have worked so hard from going to twenty five thousand uh, dollars a year to you know we're i'm sure we're going to hit six to eight hundred thousand dollars and it's just t- steadily going from one point to the other mm-hmm. and so we're excited about it we're excited that not only can we help with the healing process of these people from these different events that we do that you know we a lot of them are uh, socially challenged you know we do big concerts every year like this last year we brought in neil mccoy Mm -hmm. we've had uh, tracy lawrence we've had you name it and and we have brought in veterans and their families normally between 4500 to 5000 
and we pay for the entire event and it gets them to a point where they're able to get out and they're they're realizing that they can move forward and quite frankly we all know that the satisfaction of a job well done is like a satisfaction like no other and having a job to go to feeling like you're a productive member of society means a heck of a lot to a lot, these people. A lot, and it will, you know, we had a, a situation, you know, we work with a, a retired baseball player that played uh, pitch for the Cardinals, and he pitched for uh, the Royals. Mm-hmm. And so he's done a lot of traveling for us, and he has went and met these veterans and done autographs with them, spend a lot of time with them all over. But we have worked really hard, and you just don't know. A lot of these veterans are, when they come back home and they've been in the heat of battle and they've been in a controlled situation, and then all of a sudden they find themselves thinking, you know, what do I, what do, I do now? What do I do with my life now? What do I do? Mm-hmm. And uh, we had one, one gentleman that was helping us train these veterans in St. Louis, and uh, I had noticed he had come in and, and uh, something was different about him. He went around and he greeted everyone in the building, all of these veterans, and it was kind of strange. And so uh, that night, about 11 o'clock, his wife called, and oh, boy. she had come in and found him where he had hung himself in his basement. Mm. And so, you know, this is, a, this is absolutely important that we get these men and women to work. where we can get them some self-satisfaction just like they had when they'd done their job in overseas and if we can do that it alters their uh you know it's just like we offer the counseling so they could come in and if they need anything at all but we give them the opportunity to be fulfilled with going you know hey i am supporting my family now hey i'm i'm a productive citizen if you do that you'll change their whole outlook on life and i believe that we've already saved veterans lives now if i want to get involved or i want to support the wake foundation the wake foundation for the wounded veterans what do i do uh you can go to um wakefoundation.org or wakefoundation.com which is my uh my email or if you go to wakefoundation.org you can see our website Okay. And in our website, there is also a place there where people can make donations. And one of the things that I want to emphasize is that I am not a paid employee. Everything that I do, I live off of my pension from the military. And so everything I donate, my time, and, and uh, none of that money goes to support me whatsoever it goes to our veteran community otherwise i don't feel like i could be doing what i what i am doing and so uh, we're thankful for the public support you know we're thankful like right now we are fixing to start a uh, fundraiser of where we're going to be doing christmas stockings across america for veterans mm-hmm. our veteran homes are struggling because of the fact they feel like they've been left alone and they've been abandoned because they cannot see their families so we're going to be traveling all over the united states and delivering christmas military christmas style stockings with everything that you can imagine in it yep. and to let them and kids in our schools are going to be writing christmas cards to them and we're going to we're not going to be able to go in but we're going to be able to see them through the windows and uh, people are going to meet at every like the one here in uh, cape Girardeau that's on the interstate mm-hmm. uh, there people are going to come in from everywhere and sing christmas carols outside to them 
and just thank them for their service. There's just so many things that we can do and we need to do, but I think it's so important we, we help our veterans get back to work and have well, a norm, normal life. Well, Robert, I know that AGC in Missouri wants to do everything we can to make sure that the Wake Foundation is successful in helping get these people good-paying jobs, helping get them on their feet, and help them find careers going forward so that we don't end up with some of the situations that you talked about earlier. And I certainly don't mean this lightly, but you really are a great American for doing what you're doing. I personally really appreciate, and I'm sure a lot of the folks listening to this, I hope they all go to the wakefoundation.org, learn more about your organization, especially in the construction community. If we can get 50 to 100 people a year and turn their lives around. That's not 50 to 100. That's thousands of people who benefit from that. So thank you very much. Well, it's my privilege and my honor. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org, not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.